Welcome to the Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. Good morning, everyone. Hope everyone's had a fantastic week so far. My name is Angie. I'm part of the Savvy team. And today I am joined by the one and only Amy Hook. Hello, everybody. Oh, oh, so good to have you on again today. And yeah, we are going to be discussing all things 2020 and bookkeeping and our hopes for 2021. But I thought before we go any further, we just have to chat about the fact that the bookkeeper's voice has now had its hundredth episode. Yay. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't Can believe it. Can you believe it. that? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't believe it. I remember the day I started it. It was like, you know, that one of those things that you've sort of been like in the back of your mind thinking about it for quite a long time, but not really the front of your mind you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's just sort of there and then one day I just felt like today is the day to start and I just started and it it was amazing like I think I did like 50 I think I got to like 70 episodes or something before you kind of jumped in and started to take over and I was like oh my gosh like I I was just so proud that I'd (laughs) you know showed up every week and you know done you've done amazing and I was just like wow amazing and now we're at 100 so it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I think it's incredible. Sure. Yeah, like I love podcasts. And um, mm-hmm. one of the favorite podcasts I'm listening to right now, I just got to the 50th episode. And it was at the same week that was last week, which was the 100th episode. And I was just like, oh, this is such a milestone. This is so exciting. Like, did you, when you created the podcast, did you think this is what it would eventually turn into? Or what was your hopes when you first started I I don't really know what I thought like obviously I hoped that people would listen to it because you know there's hopefully putting out content you know and making all that effort and then you know hearing crickets obviously and um but you know it wasn't something that I'd done before but I had been doing webinars so yes I was sort of known for being the webinar person like in the industry sort of not many people were doing webinars a couple of years ago. So that Mm -hmm. was sort of fun to kick that off. Um, But I was still kind of finding my feet or I could say my voice. And so for me, like, you know, anyone who knows me will know that I like to talk. Um, (laughs) And, you know, I love writing and communicating through writing, but I find writing really hard. Like I get blocked. Whereas when I speak, you know, I can kind of get my ideas out more free blowing in a way so mm-hmm. yeah it was good to be able to just get on there and just you know as people started to come back to me and say that they were listening and you know people that I know some people I'd known for a long time and different members of our group when they were giving me feedback they said you know it's like hanging out with a friend in the industry and spending time together talking about all the topics that I love And it was quite surreal because obviously when I was doing the podcast here by myself, it's just me in a room. (laughs) It's such a weird, it's such a weird feeling. 
That's right. And to know, you know, that hundreds of bookkeepers were listening as I was, you know, like mm. they were going to be listening to that, you know, in a couple of days later. And now, you know, obviously we do the lives for our private members group and that kind of thing. So that's very exciting. And then as I started to like look at our stats, I started to realize that we have listeners all over the world. And, you know, like we've got listeners in, um, obviously the US and Canada and New Zealand, but we've also got some um, unusual places like, you know, um, I guess places that I hadn't heard, thought, obviously I've heard of them, but there weren't places that I even thought about them having bookkeepers or wanting to listen to a podcast. So we've got like Cuba and Serbia <laughs> and Israel and, you know, different places. Yeah. Just different places across Europe and Asia. And we've got South Africa and, you know, all these different um, countries around the world. And it just gave me a sense like, wow, like we are really a global community of bookkeepers and it's just so exciting to think like, yeah. It's like, crazy. It's awesome. It's so good. So good. And so, yeah, you know, like, you know, hello to all of our, our, <laughs> you know, our listeners overseas because, you know, it's, you know, it's very exciting. You know, Australia is, you know, kind of this big, gi just giant island in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, <laughs> people just sort of think of Australia like kangaroos and koalas and stuff like that. And, yes. You know, red desert, but it's just, I don't know, like, you know, we have this big um, thriving community of bookkeepers here. And, you know, I think we're, we're one of the, you know, strongest, most innovative community of of um, business people, you know, mm. in, in, in all countries. And obviously we're going to talk a little bit about that today in terms yes. of technology and, and that kind of thing. So it's just, it's so, yeah, it's amazing, like that you can connect all these bits and pieces together in your office and start talking and people can hear you all around the world. It's amazing. It's phenomenal. I love it. No, and it's awesome. Like we still get today, actually, I had an email um, from someone who I was just doing a bit of a check-in to see how they're going. And they mentioned on how much they are loving the podcast. And yes. we always still get that. It's like listening to a friend. And yes. what I really love since I've started um, being a bit more involved in the podcast is that we've been getting more and more feedback of what people want to listen to as well, That's which exactly. is awesome because then we know we're actually doing the content that people want to hear and that people have questions about and exactly. Oh, it's great. You know, it's really funny. I always thought the podcast was one area in the business that I couldn't like hand over to someone else to do. And you know, you've just done such a fantastic job with it. And, you know, your style, you have a different style to me and you're <laughs> very knowledgeable on some of the topics that bookkeepers really need to know about, like sales and marketing, obviously social media, yes. those kinds of things. And um, it's really, yeah, it's really good. You know, obviously after 70, whatever episodes, you know, people like to hear other voices as well. And it's just, yeah, it's been amazing. The responses you know, everybody loves Angie. I know. I've been, know, I felt so welcomed. You. You're amazing. I so. felt so welcomed. Like I was so nervous doing the first episode with you when yeah. we just introduced <laughs> me to the community oh, and I was yeah. so nervous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been amazing and it's been so welcoming to come in and everyone's doing the feedback. And I love how, um, 
I kind of mentioned it last episode, how we have planned a whole heap of series for this year. And in it, it's going to be the entire Savvy team all coming together, doing different series that are directly related to questions that we've been getting that each of us specialize in those sections. And it's going to be a real community bookkeeper's voice. The series have really been a hit. I remember the first Mm. time that I did a series and people, that was the first time we got this really strong feedback, you know, um, obviously being such a busy business owner, you know, there were times where I was prepared and there were times where I just jump on and talk about (laughs) what was on my heart. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a mixture like that, but I'm loving the structure that you've been able to introduce into the episodes and yeah, it's, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's so much fun and it's, been really great this year uh, because this is our 2020 recap you know we definitely were doing last minute off the cuff for COVID doing topics that were really you know things that we needed to discuss to support everyone and it's just transformed the industry really yeah Yes, it's been, it you know, COVID's changed everything. But um, before we go too much into 2020, I thought it would be great since we were speaking to you before the holidays, mm. I thought it would be great just to check in to see how your holidays went. Well, I will be honest and say, I don't think I've had a proper, like real downtime time off Yeah. for about seven years. Yeah. You know, like, um, you know, obviously I have a lot to offer the bookkeeping community and offering my skills and things like that. But being an advocate for self-care <laughs> wouldn't have been something that I could have taught about too much with integrity um, because I really, you know, I worked very, very hard until COVID kind of mm. forced me to stop, you know, that COVID um, rules changed and the kids had to come home and we were in a five-month lockdown following a three-month lockdown and... <laughs> Um, it was just, um, yeah, you know, to, to be able to um, have that that sort of forced time away from the business, it made me realise when I came back, you know, all of us experience stress in different ways in the team mm. and we all express our stress in different ways and so we kind of all had to come together and learn from each other, you know, how we cope with stress. But I just remember thinking because each year, um, you know, we usually work in between the main, the public holidays during yeah. Christmas and that's very common in business owners because it's that nice quiet Especially time bookkeepers. Where, where clients are, you know, quiet mm. and you can get in there and catch up on some projects and things like that. So normally I've always just said to the team, like, you know, if, if you want to work through, you can, um, it's really up to you. Um, and normally I've yeah, like done the same myself. And I think back to those times and I nearly always regretted it you know I never thought to myself gee I'm really glad that I worked <laughs> during Christmas but I don't know why I just kept doing it so anyway I knew that the team had been stressed and so I think it was more like out of concern for the team than myself that I was like okay you guys all have to take two weeks annual leave and you know of course Angie was like you know like oh I'll make myself available for if clients need mentoring or something and yeah I was glad that you changed your mind because we all needed that time so yeah it took a while to kind of it took me about two weeks to come 
my brain, mm. you know, takes that wind down time. So I think I took three weeks off in total mm. and my, yeah, I started to, yeah, like my health wasn't good during that time, but it was just like, I think, you know, when you stop, you just kind of like everything. Your body. And I realized how stressed I was. Yeah. And then uh, the, the, the final week I was starting to look forward to going back to work again. Um, and, but everything has changed. Like, you know, I've come back to work and it's a totally different perspective on how, you know, how to work and, you know, just like having that balance. Yeah. Having that balance. That's the best. We didn't go away. We didn't have a holiday. Mm. Yeah. I did a stay, staycation too. It was great. Exactly. Exactly. But it was just what I needed. And I feel like the whole team's come back. We're all refreshed and, mm. you know, but definitely on a different pace. This, mm. yeah, this nice. yeah and I think that echoes a lot so far with my catch-ups with everyone this year so far is everyone feels the same they got the holiday a lot of people who don't usually take it off took it off or at least were you know minimal work hours and they still mm. don't feel like they've had that full holiday just because they were so stressed and it does you're right take about two weeks to refresh and move on from that um but yeah three weeks is the four weeks you start to think oh there's things to do things yeah two weeks is too short I feel like it feels yeah three weeks is good yeah yeah no but um it's definitely something that we are going to be focusing at as well I know just from talking to all of our clients and everything it's so important to remember about self-care so it's definitely going to be an ongoing pattern that we do talk about in the podcast and it's so funny like self-care and what's the other word they say work-life balance that kind of thing like to me it was just sounded like cliches like I never really understood it Mm. and um yeah it's definitely a thing now I get it I get it (laughs) it's definitely a thing and it's one of those things, like you said, you know, your health wasn't so great over the holidays and it's, you know, when you don't take time off for seven years straight, your body will eventually make you stop. Yes. Basically. Right. Um, and everyone goes through that. I know I definitely have. And mm-hmm. so it's definitely something I know bookkeepers are really prone to doing (laughs) so it's definitely something we're going to be talking about but um I think a lot of us are in the boat where the three weeks is definitely the go just to de-stress because then you need to de-stress recenter and then you get your holiday (laughs) it's so weird it's like if someone says so how do you get into self-care mode it's like I don't know like start a global pandemic (laughs) maybe that'll force you you know force yourself I know with me whenever I stop people just need that shock though you know it's like something bad happens and then you're like oh well it shouldn't have to get to that but it does. <laughs> no. And I definitely like, I know with me when I, if I'm going really, really hard working really, really long hours and then I stop, I always get sick afterwards. Always. Always. And it's, yes, I've got that's, a cold now. yeah, cold that's, I was going to say you, wow. yeah, it's been, yeah. You started to feel bad. I haven't sleep. had a cold since 2019 and then Maya caught it off me and yeah. we're a remote business. <laughs> She's like 400 kilometers away from me. <laughs> it's amazing what you can, amazingly it's a computer one 
but it's it's true is after you stop and you do de-stress your body is then going okay so now we need to take care of us and I always say with bookkeepers when that happens you're useless to your clients so it's better to do continual self-care so that you don't crash and burn yeah that's right and it's something I'm working on too so don't everyone don't think that I'm amazing at this it's something that I continually work on (laughs) (laughs) this is a reminder to all of us yeah that's right exactly but um you know with with 2020 there was Mm. so much that happened so I thought the first question would be really great to go through today is how do you think 2020 is going to has changed the bookkeeping industry yeah so oh there's so many things to say but like I think (laughs) I'll just like I'll start with the personal and then sort of go bigger yeah that's Um, great for me, like I remember like 2020, like obviously 2020 vision is like a total cliche. It's like the vision that like companies have had 2020 visions since mm. like the I had 90s. such high hopes. I remember talking to everyone on the phone last year being like, it's going to be an amazing year. I'm so excited. Everyone thought it was going to be an amazing year. Yeah. And so, and then <laughs> it was just like, wow, like wow like yeah it was amazing definitely amazing but it was not what we expected at all (laughs) it's like yeah yeah so like no like obviously no one could have predicted that but you know 2020 was like you know it was just a cool number like a double 20 and 2020 means like you know clear vision and stuff like that but anyway so um you know, I guess like at the start of 2020, we're all excited. And then February, we, some p- people started to get nervous. A few clients had like their suppliers in China starting to close mm. down and take things seriously. Then all our toilet paper went missing. Oh my summer. gosh. And we were like, what? Who are these crazy people? And then I went to the supermarket and when I saw the empty shelves, I was like, what? Like, this is real. Oh, yeah. Like, I just thought it was like some random village somewhere where they, you know, like somebody's gone crazy, you know, and stolen all the toilet paper. But like, I didn't think it was a real thing. Like mm. I, you know, I'm the skeptic at best of times. I'm like, prove it. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, but going into the shop, I just remember like, I looked around and I was like, Whoa. like, yeah, I better pay attention to this. And so I watched um, like 60 minutes or something like that episode explaining it. And I was like, okay. And then I said to my husband, Will, who some of you know, um, maybe we better pay attention to this. So, <laughs> yeah. And so then the next thing, so I'd gone from like total skeptic to like running, um, navigating coronavirus with the team, which was a program that we did for the community um, where we just sort of helped everyone to get all their documentation together for all of the new legislation. Because there's like so much that came out last year. I think everyone's brain just went into overload. Too many new things to understand and like, people trying to scan the system. And like, oh, it was just, it was very stressful. It was, it was, yeah. Everyone was asking the same questions in Facebook groups. And then, you know, the Facebook group leaders were saying, stop asking these questions. Nobody knows the answer. <laughs> and uh, everyone was like panic, panicking, you know, so was well because clients were panicking so then bookkeepers were panicking because bookkeepers we usually always have the answers and I think this was the first time that as an industry we 
didn't have the answers. I know. And we were the ones that were expected to have, have the answers as well. You know, I know mm-hmm. that there was a lot of focus on the medical profession, mm, right? Yes. And, you know, like not to take anything away from them whatsoever. Like obviously they've had they did their amazing. own battles yeah. and they're, you know, they're on the front, um, the front line. But I thought for small businesses, we're the front line. Mm. We are the nurses of, of um, the small business world. And, you know, I felt like, you know, we're on the front line, you know, these businesses are, you know, like going through trauma and, you know, there we were like expected to know all the answers, just like the medical profession of, you know, people have assumed that they know everything because they're in that field. And then just so many changes to requirements and things like that. And, you know, I've often thought of that similarity, you know, you've got um, doctors and nurses, accountants and bookkeepers, and some of the struggles, it's quite interesting. I might do a podcast episode on it one time. I've got some notes put aside and some research that I've done. I was just thinking that. (laughs) There's some similarities between these two industries, like many more than you think. And, um, you know, I kind of felt like, and it wasn't personal for myself, but I felt like I wanted our industry to be acknowledged. You know, I felt like a lot of the glory was given to healthcare workers and, you know, not glory as in it's a good thing, but there was a lot of focus on, you know, like in Australia, for example, um, and, you know, like the hospitals were empty and that kind of thing. And whereas the, you know, we were having people in our industry like have breakdowns and like all sorts of things going on. And I sort of felt like, you know, I feel like as bookkeepers, as a profession, like we do get, we actually do get overlooked in some ways, like people just kind of think, oh, just the bookkeeper, you know, there's a big focus on accountants and then during the pandemic, but at the same time, bookkeepers don't necessarily want attention or to be in the spotlight as well. So it kind of works out well, but I feel like, you know, I don't think we'll ever get a public acknowledgement. So I guess like we can give it to you, you know, like I feel like, you know, in our own smaller communities, we've been able to, you know, acknowledge bookkeepers, you know, we don't need to be in the spotlight or you know like gosh who wants to be on television not me so I couldn't think of anything worse um you know that sharing the voice is good but (laughs) yeah camera's not exactly the favorite thing so um but I just think you know just for you know I just kind of want to emphasize for everyone to kind of remember that that whenever you see you know um that praise of the medical profession um that we you know like that praise is for us too you know, like, and I just think, you know, we work so hard and put so much on the line and yeah, I I think it's really good to be able to kind of be a part. Yeah. Be a part part of that, even though it kind of wasn't like a public thing. I think we can just know that, you know, we can just know that in our hearts that that was, that was what we did. (laughs) No, I, I definitely agree. Um, you know, the healthcare community did an amazing job supporting individuals, keeping all of us safe and healthy. And then bookkeepers, yes, in the aged care, they did an amazing job with aged care. Um, and then bookkeepers did the same for small businesses. Um, you know, we're sp- speaking mainly to Australia, but I do know some bookkeepers in the US and Canada who mainly everyone went out of their way to support businesses and keep them alive, just like healthcare workers were keeping yeah. us alive. It's the same. Yeah. It was very it's much simple. the same. And it was one of those things, 
you know, when you're doing ongoing data entry, ongoing bookkeeping, it's hard to remember that, that you actually do help these businesses stay alive, especially last year. Like I know a lot of businesses would not be around if they didn't have the support of their yeah, bookkeepers. And, even, and the emotional support, like we mm. had clients who were just panicking. Oh, um, yeah. And, you know, just to be able to say, hey, like, and I felt like there was sort of, you know, I felt within me, which I was able to pass on to the community as well. Like, this is the time, because I started to say when clients were coming to me and saying, oh, you know, COVID's affected me. I want to stop my bookkeeping fees. Or I want to reduce my fees. I said, um, no. we are the number one support slash lifeline that you need in your business right now. We are not the people whose fees you need to be cutting. You actually need us there. Um, and in fact, you probably need more support from us. You know, we can get together, we do cash flows with clients and budgets mm -hmm. and things like that, which really kind of gave them peace of mind. And we didn't have, we only had one client who went into severe financial severe. stress who actually, mm. we, we actually cancelled her engagement. We didn't charge her the cancellation fee. But after she reopened, she got a big contract and she's back. So, you know, it, yeah, it was one of those times where I was saying, you know, and, and also, I, you know, I encourage the community to rely on, and this is something we can continue to use, um, even though, you know, the kind of worst bit is over for now. And, you know, to remember that, you know, our credibility isn't, you know, it's my like my authority when it comes to working with business owners doesn't come from me as a person at all. It's not, oh, Amy Hook, the best bookkeeper in the world or whatever. It comes from my, um, like, so I'm a registered BAS agent. And as a registered BAS agent, I have been given authority by the Australian tax office to, you know, do various things on behalf of businesses connected to their taxes and things like that. I'm not sure what our overseas listeners have in terms of that, but I'm sure there's different types of registration. So for yeah, those overseas, you know, the BAS agent registration is like a legal requirement. Only um, registered BAS agents are allowed to prefer, perform certain tasks. And so when I was speaking to people in Facebook groups, instead of just saying like, um, hi, you know, I can help you. Here's some information. I would always very specifically say, um, hi, I'm a registered agent um, for the, uh, I didn't say for the tax office. I can't remember the exact wording, but I didn't want to make it sound like I work for the tax office because I don't, um, but I'm a registered agent, um, you know, by um, given authority by the tax office or the tax practitioners board, I would say, and I can, you know, I can give you some advice about JobKeeper or Bass lodgement and things like that and that was really good because straight away on the threads in the groups people would see like oh this person has credibility and they have the authority to be able to give advice so I felt like this kind of yeah I felt like you know we really need to ground ourselves in um, our bass agent registration because it actually gives us a higher level of authority than what we have as an individual person who's just really good at what we do. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And, you know, I think that kind of relationship has changed everything in the world of bookkeeping, the industry as a whole. So, you know, when you talk about 2020, it's always elephant in the room is COVID. But 
Also, I think for the bookkeeping industry, there's a massive elephant in the room that we just saw a massive growth in industry. And we kind of discussed this, I discussed this with myself last week, um, that, you know, last year we saw a massive growth, an increase in respect and awareness, and a mass migration to virtual. So we we did. So I would love to have your opinion because you have been in this industry so long on where you think that's actually going to take bookkeeping in 2021 yeah well i guess before i jump into that i just want to say like about bloody time for businesses to get i know online. right it's great sure that way. like we've all had those clients who are like hanging on to on-site work and all that sort of stuff i wish i had this great client and i actually handed them over to another bookkeeper because they were my last on-site client. They were a really good client, but they just didn't want to go remote. And I'm thinking, gosh, if I'd stuck with it, I'd have that client, but it doesn't matter. Um, you know, I think all of us had those stragglers. Some of some some of our clients at Savvy have got quite, you know, they've had quite a lot of on-site clients that they've been trying to move onto the cloud. But, you know, I think um, we, like... We've basically, I don't know, like, I don't know how many people are still doing on site, but I would say the percentage is going to be tiny. It's been dropped dramatically. Even just the clients that we talk to and that I catch up with, they're not even clients. They're just fellow bookkeepers. It's so many have just found how much easier it was and their clients have discovered it's not necessary. They would have been resisting it and then they try it and they would have gone like, oh, wow. This is actually so much better, you know, like, I mean, I mean, medical clinics, obviously they had to go to like phone consults and things like that. And you could see how much they were struggling with the technology at first. And they would send you all these different forms to fill out and things like that. And then I think now it's so easy to catch on. Yeah. It's just so, it's so much easier, but there's still businesses that would, you know, you, you receive their correspondence and you're like, okay, they haven't really adapted as well as they could have. But right at the start around March, when we started navigate, navigating coronavirus, I was like, cause you know, obviously I was very stressed during that time, but I thought, okay, if I get out of my head and just focus on like what I can help with and that will help me get out of that, not think about myself, but help you guys. And so that was, um, yeah like during that um time I was like okay we need to remember so bookkeepers have been online for many years you know we were even back before the cloud was really a popular thing I I made my bookkeeping work all remote through you know using Dropbox so I used to synchronize the mild files through Dropbox and you know most clients hadn't even heard of it and I'd just set them up with the Dropbox and we'd do it but obviously you get duplicate files and things like that if they I know open the it's file, so annoying working in it. so it wasn't perfect but you know like I've been and so that was 2010 back when I was doing that so I don't know about yeah that wow that's great I know that was 2010 that was 10 years ago and I left that place that I was working in the accounting firm because they weren't ready to move to that technology so you know obviously if you listen to there's an episode where Angie and it 
um, interviews me about my backstory, I go right into that there. But for me, like I'm a massive like technology geek. Like I got. I know. I think it's I, so cute. I did a computer class <laughs> when I was in grade five or six, where you program a turtle to go along the ground and draw a picture with like logic, like go forward ten centimeters and then turn left or whatever. And I came home and I said, Dad, computers is where it's at. So Dad bought me um um an Apple like a Mac Classic. And then I taught my dad how to use a computer. And I've always been obsessed with, you know, with technology ever since I was young. And as soon as I see a way to improve something through technology, I just like, you know, follow it down the rabbit hole and, you know, discover all of these different things, which is how Savvy kind of came about in the first place and why I even get to run a bookkeeping business. So I was like, guys, we've been online, you know, for a long time. Like I would say most of the industry, I'm thinking like around 2016, 2016 Mm, I was reading statistics that 95% of bookkeepers were online um, and about 60% of accountants so I was like yes bookkeepers are winning (laughs) (laughs) and I was like no they but accountants are now catching up and accountants are making that move too so I would say you know uh, if you look at the ICB annual um, statistic they do annual statistic reports Um, if you have a look at accountants daily which is a publication online you'll see You'll be able to find some stats and information on that. But we're online. So I'm like, guys, we're experts in this. We're not just bookkeepers. We're experts in like setting up online technology and finding things that integrate and, you know, helping you to transition through that process. And, you know, even if we don't know how to integrate ourselves, we everyone knows somebody who can or knows somebody who knows somebody who can. So I was like, okay, let's just forget about I'm just a bookkeeper for a minute and go how, you know, you could say to the business owner, well, I've been online for the last six or seven years. So, and they're going to, that's going to get their attention. So that, you know, I feel like bookkeepers there's a real opportunity like through what happened there to yeah make that kind of yeah that change to being more of like an advisor or someone but not just an advisor like someone that can share from their own personal experiences of working with you know hundreds of business owners to yeah I think that's a really good point and I think this year more than other years this year was a really massive growth in the industry for bookkeepers who are business owners because they were able to go to their clients and go, yeah, I'm your bookkeeper, but I'm also a business owner who has been online for this many years. Yeah, I can help you as a business owner get online. So it helped a lot of our bookkeepers, I think, also acknowledge that they are small business owners because everyone always just kind of goes, yeah, I'm just a bookkeeper or I am a bookkeeper, but no, you're a bookkeeper who's also a small business owner. You own your business. That means you're a small business owner. And, you know, everything that the bookkeeping, yeah, and everything that the bookkeeping industry does, like, you're right, they do, we do online so well. And we can integrate and work with different things and be virtual very easily so we had a lot of knowledge to share with our clients which I think really helped them realize that their bookkeepers are more than just like they're just not that computer that sits at the other end doing data entry Mm. telling them numbers that they don't understand I think it was a great opportunity for a lot of bookkeepers and their clients to connect on a different level 
Well, that's, yeah, that's right. I mean, I think because, yeah, when, when you do things remotely, obviously you've got that, you get, you know, the freedom of being able to work from home is great or work mm-hmm. from wherever you want. It's great. But it does remove that personal mm. feeling or connection. And I found in the, especially in the early days, like I'd have clients who just, yeah, they treat me like as if I'm a computer program. They're like, mm. you know, they're banging the yeah. keyboard and, you know. Definitely. Like, pressing force quit on me and I'm like I'm a human it's a human behind the computer yeah it's hard to remember that it is hard especially when they're busy and their books are the last thing that they care about because they don't know how important it is that's right exactly yeah when people ask me what I do I say I run a bookkeeping practice I never say I'm a bookkeeper yeah because it's true it's you know it you're always so much more than bookkeepers give each other credit for. That's right. Yeah. Cause there was one lady I was talking to the other day. She's been in business for 32 years yep. and she's only now realizing that, Oh, she's a business owner. Hmm. She's never introduced herself that way. She's never taken the time to actually do the own lessons that she tells her clients to do mm, mm. because she's always just seen herself as a bookkeeper. Yes, that's right. After 32 years of having her own business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's the light bulb moment. I remember when yeah. I had it, I was like, oh, wow. And, oh you know, gosh. obviously we spoke a couple of episodes about being just a bookkeeper and there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with being a bookkeeper, even if you're just straight up a bookkeeper. Yeah, there's, it's amazing. You're a bookkeeper and you're not running a practice or anything like that, you know, it doesn't really matter. But, you, you know, you're still, yeah, you know. You you're still even, experience of running you know, yeah, freelancers, contractors, it doesn't really matter. You're still your own boss. Yeah. And if even if you're not your own boss, you're still... Bookkeepers by trait know so much about running businesses. Oh, definitely. We know, yeah, we know lots from inside the business. And yeah. we have such a close relationship with the business owner. Mm. It's a good relationship. Business owners trust bookkeepers. I believe, and it, this is not an accountant against bookkeeper thing, but I believe that business owners trust their bookkeeper on a higher level than the accountant because we have so much involvement Mm. and, you know, we're close to them and, you know, business owners will confide in us things that they've never even told their partners. Oh, definitely. And I know in April about their financial, personal, personal, personal stuff. Yeah, I remember because in April we stopped doing any sales and I was just calling everyone every day just to check in on them. And they would be telling me in tears, these horrible stories of business owners being like, I don't know what to do. I can't talk to my partner about this. And so they just unloaded on their business book, like their bookkeeper. And then their bookkeeper tells me and they're like, I don't know how to process this. I'm so emotionally involved. I'm not a psychologist. (laughs) I know. And so it's, it's definitely something, I think it's not even just accountants. I think it's just bookkeepers because they know so much. And because a lot of business owners know that they know so much, it feels Mm. easier to confide in them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Which is just, Um, you know, it's exciting because now we've created these new relationships 
most of like more of us have gotten online and there's been a huge growth of business owners Mm -hmm. knowing now that they need bookkeepers. So it's just kind of, you know, the old saying, the world is our oyster, but that kind of is what 2021 is. There's so many opportunities. I think it's the boost we need because I think a lot of us lost a lot of confidence because the Mm. message that's been pushed in our industry is that bookkeeping's on its way out. It's all going to be automated. You know, AI is going to get rid of bookkeepers and, you know, bookkeepers are just data crunches and stuff like that. And it's like the opposite has proven to be true. And for many years, I kept saying that this Mm. this is not true and trying to stand against that message and, you know, it's it's come true it's correct like and I and I thought to myself there's no way bookkeeping is not going anywhere if you research the history of bookkeeping and how it started and what the purpose is and where it's come through and what it's been through you will know that bookkeeping is not going anywhere no it's not going anywhere it's just going to look different yes that's what I was going to say it's just going to transform purpose businesses you know, and even individuals can't mm. survive without a form of bookkeeping. Well, know. I definitely do bookkeeping just for myself, That's just cool. to keep my own, like I have an account, like I have a bookkeeping. Yeah. A like a personal help doc account. I'm yes. My receipts in there. Yeah. I do the same. It makes my life so much easier. So I think it's just going to transform kind of like a butterfly and I think bookkeepers are in this process. Yeah, bookkeepers are in this process now that they are transforming as well because COVID has allowed them to show themselves a bit more as well. You can now be you and still be a bookkeeper, which is very exciting. Um, Because I think, you know, before everyone just thought everyone had to be the certain form of a bookkeeper the certain image everyone thought yeah the istj on the myers-briggs the introverted you know like all hyper organized like odd yep (laughs) quirky little cardigans yeah and it's i have lots of cardigans so i'm wearing one right now (laughs) but um there's so much more to bookkeepers and bookkeeping businesses than that. And I think this is the first time that I've really seen that as an industry and a community starting to happen. That's right. Exactly. Which is, I think, really exciting. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, like I started doing my MBA, um, mm-hmm. which I put on hold during COVID because it was just too stressful. But in my in our leadership topic, we were learning about, um, you know, like what is a leader and what defines mm. a leader. And I feel like a great example is Winston Churchill. Now, don't think that I know a lot about like history and stuff like that because I don't really know that much. But what I know about Winston Churchill from a leadership perspective is that he was a great leader, but he was created by the, um, the um, this terrible situation that was happening around him, and he rose up to be a leader during that season. But so, you know, if you learn about him outside of you know World War Two, he was mm-hmm. not, he wasn't really anything special. You know, he wasn't like he didn't go on to do any great leadership feats after that and he wasn't really doing much before that but it was during this time that you know I guess you know this um you know like horrible thing arises you know like a war and you know like we've had a global pandemic come up 
and in that space of like I don't know what's the I don't even know the word the void almost you rise up it's like your leaders have to rise up in those situations and so it's almost like like situations can actually Mm. present a time for people to rise up as leaders I feel like this is you know, this is the bookkeeping time, I think. This is our, this is our yeah. season, you know, and it might not be a season forever where we have this kind of level of authority and, you know, get to enjoy this. So, you know, obviously seasons do come and go, but I feel like now is really the time to kind of establish yourself mm. and to believe in yourself and, you know, to allow that kind of personal growth to happen. You know, I think there's like a saying that says for such a time as this, I think that that's, you know, that's something that kind of really stuck in my mind. I love that. Yeah. And it's so true. And I think, you know, by no means am I saying this is going to be an easy year for bookkeeping. There's probably still going to just be massive hiccups that are going to bring the community even closer together to support one another. But I think it's still exciting to see what's going to happen and to, you know, be able to support our clients because as bookkeepers that's the whole reason why we become bookkeepers is to support clients so I think it's really interesting and we're definitely going to be along for the ride (laughs) exactly yeah and there is support out there like I mean firstly Mm. because obviously we've talked about the bookkeepers whose businesses thrive but I just want to acknowledge those who struggled during that time. And I yeah. know that some of our clients even opted to take this as an opportunity to retire. They were getting close yeah. to retirement and all the new rules coming up. They just thought, you know, this is the time for me to stop. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I just want to acknowledge those, you know, who have um, decided that, you know, that it was like either it was too much or now is just the right time to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, obviously some people lost clients um, and they would have you know especially those who had the hospitality businesses especially those in Victoria um, as well and the retail um, people who didn't pivot as well and that kind of thing Um, yeah I just you know like I think obviously these seasons come up and then you know we have to make a decision and I don't think there's any right or wrong decision Mm. you know like I was very happy for some of our clients who you know yeah there's yeah there's a couple I was like oh congratulations that's so exciting you know new seasons ahead for everybody so um and um you know and in terms of the mass migration to virtual services I will share a link because Mm. um, especially for those in Victoria I don't know about other states so it's worth jumping on Google and finding out but in Victoria our government is doing um a it's called a small business digital adaption grant so you can yes yes every state does do it they do fantastic mm. yes yeah, so we'll pop some links in there if you just type in um small business digital adaption grant program you can register your own business they'll mm-hmm. give what they what you do is you purchase anything to help you get online it could be software or services or anything like that and then you send the receipt to them and they will reimburse you up to twelve hundred dollars so it's yeah it's quite it's pretty incredible but you can share that with your clients you know I'm sure there's plenty of your clients that would love to be able to receive twelve hundred bucks back for you know some of the expenses that they've probably already paid for in order to have to go and transition online so yeah and it's it's one of those things that that means so many different things, whether it's social media, getting a new website, lead magnets, anything. It's incredible. So 
no subscription yes yes <laughs> zero limb all the subscriptions all the subscriptions they get their whole like first two years for free basically if they claim back their zero subscription <laughs> so yeah no yeah. it's it's just very exciting and I think you know every year you always hope for the best and I'm continuing to do that you know trying to just imagine all the great things that can happen and yeah. I think the bookkeeper's voice the way that we are planning this year it's going to be definitely a fun way to go through this transition with everyone so yeah I can't it, yeah, I can't wait sort of feel like oh last year was you know not a great year but good things came out of it definitely there was definitely um, positive you know, I guess there's a temptation to say like oh 2021 is going to be so much better but we don't know that right yeah we don't know what's going to happen in any year ever we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow <laughs> I think that's the that's what we learned last year's that's the world right. could change tomorrow <laughs> exactly so I think like yeah I've been thinking about a couple of things like what you know mm like where's bookkeeping going in, in, in 2021. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. And I think it's an ongoing, it's an ongoing topic. Every month, I think there's going to be a new development to, you know, go into and chat about and that's exciting. It is. It's a bit scary, but change can be very exciting. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think that, um, you know, I feel like the kind of, yeah, I was sort of thinking about like, what is the word for, or like, what's the focus for, for this year? And I feel like, like, like character development is going to be mm. really important. Yeah. I think what, like when we work on, you know, like ourselves you know because obviously there's a very heavy focus externally as well we've got to get this and set yes. the system up and implement this and do this thing but then you know to look and like you know see like for example like during this time like we would have all seen our own weaknesses and so we know so for example with me it's my health um you know the the first wave was fine and I rise above that the second one knocked me out and I saw some areas of weakness so to be able to look at those and like build you know into those areas is um you know I think that that's going to be something really important for us to do together as a community and it will definitely be you know a theme I think the word I think the word would be vision when we do our mentoring sessions when I talk to our clients, the first thing I always do is do the overview and then we go and do the vision, your vision for why you want to be a bookkeeper, why you want to have a business, what you're doing and why you're doing it. Oh and gosh, I think, yes. yeah, I think that right. is that, really important to yes, keep in mind. At the forefront, you can, mm. you know, when things go haywire. Yeah. I guess I just feel like, you know, I don't want to just be positive. Like, you know, this year is going to be so much better than last year, but I want us to, you know, be prepared, but without Mm -hmm. being like scared or afraid or nervous, you know, just do the things we need to do to make sure that we have that strong foundation. Yeah. And just keep your vision in mind of why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Cause that's, you know, even, even for Safi last year, we consistently were like, okay, so what are we doing? Why are we doing it? And that got us through. Yeah. That got us through the worst part. 
basically. And that helped us do the cocoon to the butterfly with the membership. Um, so yeah, I really like that idea of having like the word for the year, like the goal and missions, know your vision kind of thing. Yeah, no. Well, Thank you. With yeah. you and everybody. So. No, thank you so much for joining me again. We are going to be seeing more of Amy a little bit over the next few months with some special episodes that we're in the midst of creating off and on. Next week, I do have a little bonus marketing episode that a lot of people have been asking me about. So I thought we'd just pop it into the first, uh, before our first series that's coming up so that you guys can can have a little bit of a marketing um, section that is a bit of a tidbit into something that we've started to do at Savvy and off the hook. Um, so if you're on Instagram, you'll start noticing this happening. But um, it's just something a lot of our clients have been asking about. So I'm going to not tell you anything more about that. But it's a special bonus episode. And then we are going to be going into our first series, which is with it will be with myself and then our resident bookkeeper at off the hook and we're going to be discussing all things reporting which i love how obsessed sharon is about reporting it's amazing it's gonna be good i know i'm pretty excited about it so that's uh that's pretty exciting and as always guys make sure you join the iheart bookkeeping iheart payroll groups they are awesome. You get to see a bit behind the scenes. You get to learn some tips and tricks and stay up to date until with everything. So yeah, thank you so much for joining me and sharing this, uh, our, our hopes and visions for what the future holds for 2021 and bookkeeping. So good. Yeah. Now until, until next week, guys, stay safe, sane and savvy. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week, so subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other Savvy Bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.